0: How's it going this is Coco with rock and vino a show about wine and music and their symbiotic relationship <laughs> is that right Mike I think that was correct yeah <laughs> and so we are here with um, my friend Lita she's with co5 music hello <laughs> and so we were just talking off um, offline essentially about how we first met and we met. <clears throat> excuse me. Probably, I don't even know how long ago that was.
1: Oh, so, oh gosh.
0: I mean, that was a long at time least, ago.
1: That's got to be ten, twelve years ago. I would maybe? say closer
0: to the twelve, maybe fifteen years ago. Oh, maybe. Wow. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. Oh. I mean,
1: I've been with yeah, been with Co Five for quite some time. Okay. <laughs> and
0: so we met back when I worked at an active rock station called 101.7 The Fox. Mm-hmm. And I believe that you brought um, a band called Seven Dust, a little band called Seven Dust.
1: Yes, yes, I remember that. We brought them in and did an interview. yeah, And,
0: yep. and
1: uh, did we do acoustic too? Or
0: So I want to say we've done a few things yeah. back in the day with Seven Dust. So we had them come and do... An acoustic set. I want to say it like the mall, like at Cottingtown yes, Mall. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that
1: very well. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want to say, was that like a fundraiser? Do you remember?
1: I think it was. It had something to do with raising some money for for a charity, and yeah. And uh, I remember those kids there, and yeah, okay, yeah,
0: that was a fun time.
1: Yeah, that was a, it was. That was
0: a really, and they're amazing guys. Like they're always so fun whenever we see them we've seen them many times after of course and
1: right and that was in the early days when we we're just still like developing them yes and, yeah just getting them to people to listen to their new record right yeah. <laughs> that's how I usually work with artists from <laughs> the very beginning and which is awesome yeah.
0: which is great I love that you're there before anybody else.
1: <laughs> and then, you know, they move on, and we kind of, like, launch them. We're like, like you know, baby baby uh, um, birds. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Go fly.
0: Yes. Be free. Yes, exactly. And so you're with CO5 Music.
1: Yes. And so tell us a little bit about what CO5 does. Well, CO5 is basically came out of um, – uh, necessity is the mother of invention as they say <laughs> and as the music industry has changed so much we've uh, all kind of dispersed and have you know the industry's gotten smaller and smaller so we mm-hmm. created a um a need For the small uh, indie labels and artists putting out their own albums um, that are no longer on major labels or whatnot Mm. that um, still want to go to radio and they still want to be relevant. And so what we do is we basically uh, provide a major label promotion staff service for them. So we have people all around the country... Um, and we have our regions. And mm-hmm. uh, we when an artist is touring or wants to do promotion at a radio station, we, we set that up for them and get them airplay, of course.
0: Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. All important airplay. Mm-hmm. And then do you um, help them with, like, live streaming and stuff? Because I know that that's huge now with, like, Spotify and...
1: Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have connections with, with all, we, we talk to all the um, online services mm-hmm. and, you know, Hard Drive and yeah. Spotify and, and, you know, we deal with Shazam a little bit too Okay. and stuff. Yeah. Very cool. All the, all the, oh, we try to be current because. Yeah, got to be. Changes every day.
0: <laughs> New technology popping up all the time.
1: All the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so um, who are you working with right now?
1: Uh, right now we are working with, uh, Beartooth. Yeah, I love them. Yes, we're working with them on the rock side. And we're also working in, uh, Bush. Oh, cool. Working with, uh, Gavin Rosedale and and his new project, so. Oh, what's his new project? Can um, you say? (laughs) Well, he's got a new, I mean, not his new project, I mean, a new album. Okay. New album. Okay,
0: perfect. I was gonna say, because they, they're on tour right now or are they going to be on tour
1: they've been touring yeah Yeah. they have been touring in support of this new record and uh, we have a new single that we're working so
0: yeah very cool and so do you go and help them like what's like a day in the life of you and an artist like when you do a radio promo tour
1: well, it depends on, uh, but most of the time it's, you know, taking them to the radio station, doing an uh, on, you know, on-air interview before their show, maybe mm-hmm. doing an acoustic performance for a select few listeners. Um, then there's a show and then there's a meet and greet and, mm-hmm. and uh, autograph signing and photos, you know, just arranging all that and, yeah. and uh, just making the connection with radio and, and uh Getting exposure and this lighting, getting the word out about their new project. Yeah, very cool. And how did you get into
0: into this field of work?
1: Wow. <laughs> um, well, sometimes it depends on how far back you want to go, but um, it's just a matter of relationships and just kind mm-hmm. of you know somehow you just kind of fall into to people and then just one person meets another person to another person. I mean, I go back to the old school days when, you know, you just kind of basically... Worked for free as an internship. Oh, yes. (laughs) And there was no, there was no, none of this like, you know, school credits or anything like that. (laughs) Right. You have, uh, you, you just went and you did the grunt work and you hoped that you connected (laughs) to the point like, hey, I got a job. You want this or you want to do that? So that's how it, that's how it kind of, you know, just basically not leaving, Mm. sticking
0: around until they start paying you. Right. (laughs)
1: Well, or yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or, or they kick you out or something else presents itself. So it goes back, it goes back a ways. So that's,
0: that's pretty much how I started as well was interning at, for the morning show here uh-huh for a blazy mm-hmm. and then i just kind of was like i'm not gonna go or actually no i was gonna leave i was gonna leave and go to the city uh-huh. and then try to find a job down there work for like live 105 or intern for them and then they um they like handed me an offer letter to be like promotions assistant and i was like okay i guess i'll stay <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah i would i mean i worked on the other side of the business. I worked... Mm -hmm. I wasn't always in radio. I was always... I worked actually more with the artists and the managers and... Very cool. And publishers and producers and stuff like that. Nice. Studios, recording studios. I love that. I was... uh, I was always a really big Beatles fan when I was growing up. Oh, for sure. And I just, you know, wanted to um, just be in the music business because I was just passionate about the music. Yeah. And... When I was living, I was living in New York, and and in my building, um, I lived on the first floor because my dad managed the buildings. He dealt was he was like superintendent for last, lack of a better term or or title, or whatever. But he managed um, the two buildings, mm-hmm. and we lived on the first floor because we were, we were more on the business side of it, and all the other um, apartments on the floor were all offices and and one happened to say on the door Sid Bernstein associates Mm. and so I asked my dad I said find out if that's the Sid Bernstein and um so it took a while but finally he did find out and it was the Sid Bernstein and um so and I was a shy kid Mm -hmm. I was 15 years old and and I would go to to uh I one time got the courage and I knocked on the door because he because Sid said, "Oh yeah, just have her come on by." Oh. And, and so, so, for those that don't know,
0: who it, explain who Sid Bernstein? Well, is.
1: Well, yeah, Sid Bernstein is the uh, the the producer that brought the Beatles to the United States. Yeah, and you know the the all the big concerts were Sid Bernstein productions
0: awesome so like what we have like what bill graham would have been over on this side correct yeah yes, yes. okay
1: so he's the one who brought them here amazing to the mm-hmm. so i was i basically went to his office knock you know knock on the door sat down and and just started he's like yeah come just you can come after school and Answer phones and nice, and so and then he was managing Laura Branigan at the time. Okay, so Laura Branigan also she was on Atlantic Records at the time, and mm-hmm. she had that song Gloria. Mm. If you remember Gloria, it's going back away. So um, You might be too young. Can you bring <laughs> up
0: Gloria, Mike, from uh, Laura Branigan? Laura Branigan, Gloria, and so about what when was this? Like how long ago was this? Would you this say? Was,
1: uh, late 70s oh cool okay
0: early early 80s Mm -hmm. yeah ready early 80s okay remember that song. Do I, like. you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Just throwing it way back. Yeah, that's a
1: that's a way back. Yeah. Um and so, you know, we uh she used to play practical jokes on Sid. And, oh yeah. And yeah, she was she was very funny. <laughs> and uh so yes yeah, that's how basically just started and and then I just met record producers and and um uh publishing and, and mm-hmm. i worked all kinds of different aspects uh, on the artist side yeah um and then i that's where i, I met up you know this one band that actually ended up dating you know the um the one of the musicians in the band and it, so it was just it, uh, it ends up going one thing to another and they actually they had a deal on on, on a record label mm-hmm. and then from there i got you know i ended up working for for the record label nice but but you know, before that too, I mean, I've worked at recording studios, and it's like if you're
0: if you're like if you love music in this industry, you kind mm-hmm. of like do end up getting into every little aspect of it that you right. can, right? Which is cool. And so, was that all in New York
1: that you did that? That was all in New York, yeah. So I worked I worked at Frankfurt Wayne Mastering Labs, mm-hmm. which did all the a lot of the big big records. I even wow. I even got a couple of uh, acetates of of albums like Elvis Costello oh, and, wow. and stuff. And a lot of times the, the, the engineers, they would like scribe cause they would have to describe the, the, the numbers and stuff on, uh-huh. the, on the, um, and sometimes you would like put my name in there just, you know, so there's some records out there, some vinyl records out there with yeah. my name on it. Oh my goodness. That's um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How cool is that? So, um, yeah. And then I, you know, I worked at, uh, SIR, mm-hmm. um, in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, every band that ever went on tour stops at SIR and rehearses for at least a month before they go on a world tour or national tour. That's crazy. So every band, I mean, we're talking Rolling Stones and David Bowie. You've seen all these guys record in there? Yeah, they're all rehearsing. rehearsing. Well, yeah, rehearsing. Rehearsing.
0: Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I bet you have some fun stories. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, again, (laughs) change the
1: names to protect the innocent. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, and then from there, that's – and then I crossed over into the label side in the late 80s.
0: And then is that what brought you over to the West Coast?
1: Yes. I worked – I was working for Manhattan EMI Records at Mm -hmm. the time, and they had an opening I've always wanted because – I always wanted to get out of New York. Yeah. Um, never, never. New York was too much of a big city for me. I wanted a little something different. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to get away from their hometown. They do, regardless, even if it is New York City. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to get. I wanted to go, go far away. So I moved to uh, to Los Angeles because it was as far as I could leave uh-huh. New York without leaving the country. Right. And um, still be in music. Right. Which right. Is cool. So I transferred out to. Um, to Los Angeles and then from you know from there the things started changing the industry started changing yeah. and and there was lots of mergers and takeovers and mm-hmm. so that's when it ended up spiraling down from from there to different labels from there From right. reprise and I worked at oh, Roadrunner Oh
0: yeah mhm yeah Totally. I yeah, I've remember. had my metal days and my dance days. <laughs> yeah. I went from, uh,
1: from Next Plateau to Roadrunner to. Uh-huh. You know. Who did you work with at Roadrunner? What bands? Oh, Sepultura. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Machine Head. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Typo Negative. For sure. Yep. Mm hmm. Yeah. Awesome. All hard, hard stuff. And I then love on it. the other hand, I was working some. Dance stuff too, because uh, Next Plateau was uh-huh. partnered or uh-huh. distributed through. So I used to work all the dance stuff as well.
0: Okay, <laughs> got to have that good balance. Broad right? spectrum, <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of, yeah, balance it out.
0: <laughs> so, um, anybody that's like interested, these youngins, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, of interested in getting in the music industry, what advice
1: would you give them? Well, it's not like it used to. You used to be able to get yeah. in and do like these internships. Now there's all kinds of labor laws and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think when <laughs> I was working, there was probably you know child labor laws. Probably not. <laughs> I, probably people have been arrested. But um, it's, uh, it's just you know follow your passion. Yeah, that's my that's my advice because that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I just I was passionate about. A certain type of music, mm-hmm. and just kind of go that way and find find an outlet or push your way in somehow. Yeah, and just be passionate and and want to do it, and not don't don't take anything for granted. You know, mm-hmm. just if somebody says, you know, go get me a cup of coffee, just go do it. Just right. do it happily. Don't yep. do it because don't think it's beneath you. Because I think a lot of things. Like, like, if I, I've had people who want to help me out, and, and I tell them, like, well, I don't really – I need help with this or a project or something, and th- sometimes they feel it's a little Beneath too, them. Yeah, beneath them or demeaning or whatever. But yeah. it's like, that's, you know
0: – But we've all done it. We've all done all it.
1: it. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many times I've sat on the floor stuffing envelopes.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotten paper cuts from, you know, open-up CDs and – Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <those little> stickers. <laughs> I, one of the
1: things I remember doing is stuffing – when Roxette was – was just came to the US and we got it at EMI uh-huh. and I remember spending late night hours stuffing CDs mm-hmm. into uh Jiffy bags and sending them out to radio station we had to get it out because we had to you know there was it times time was of the essence yes. at the time and even that you were doing snail mail you know mm-hmm. there was no <laughs> there was no internet then <laughs> like it is now so um there weren't uh files that you could just send, so you just you just did it you right did it because you did it because you loved the music and you wanted to be in the business yeah, absolutely so my advice is to just just do it, follow your passion
0: yeah what's uh been your favorite part of this journey so far?
1: My favorite part has been oh gosh, there's so many different different mm-hmm. parts yeah. um I actually really enjoyed my the early days. I used to have it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. dealing more with the artists and dealing more with uh, the less corporate, the more creative side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been so much on the corporate in the recent years. It's just gotten a little more too corporate and too business like, mm-hmm. and I think we've lost a little bit of the yeah you know, the creativity and and what it's really all about yeah and the excitement and the passion. Yeah, I think uh the passion has kind of been diminished in, in a lot of ways.
0: Right, which is so sad to see. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. It's like I wish that we could like turn turn the reset button back a little bit and just kind of yeah. bring it back
1: to the way it was. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just fun things that, you know, like artists used to, like you used to get, you, you didn't have restrictions. You weren't worried about offending anybody. Right. You just <laughs> were able to just be yourself and be funny and just do crazy things. And even if it was controversial, you just did it because it was... You know, but it was fun. And it was memorable. Yeah, for sure. So, but now everybody's a little more
0: reserved. Because mm-hmm. so. they're always like afraid to get sued or afraid to get like blasted on social media or right, something. Right. Yeah,
1: because now everything is so instant. You mm-hmm. know, everything is online. <clears throat> everything is, you know, you do something, you say something, the world knows about it. Immediately, yeah. Especially the bigger the artist, the, the bigger the fall.
0: Right, true, true. Yeah,
1: used to be me. a little bit more like you know your publicist was able to to hide stuff, right? Right. <laughs> not so much anymore because now you got just your average Joe, right, out there that that can you know send something on Twitter or or you know post a photo that's yeah you know, probably not flattering, or, <laughs> you know. But uh, but. Those I mean the early days were the fun days. Yeah. I agree with that totally. Mm-hmm. And do
0: you think that like social media though uh, also has like a positive effect on these newer bands that are coming out as well that you're
1: working with? Oh sure, cuz absolutely it gets it gets the word out. You know, if you mm-hmm. if there's if there's a little spark on something it can it can definitely, you know, stoke a fire.
0: For sure. Yeah. Very nice. Um is Beartooth playing Aftershock this year? Yes. Nice. Yes, okay, that'll are. be fun. Yeah, are you guys going? Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah it'll be it'll be a fun uh, fun two days up there. Yeah. So, um, are you excited to see any bands? Like, like, are you? Do you love that kind of music as well? I mean, I know that that's primarily who you work with. But are there are there any bands that you just like are like so stoked to
1: see live? Um, as of late, yeah, you know, I haven't. It, it's right now. It's just been sort more of a work thing. Yeah. That I don't not that I have blinders on but sometimes I, I kinda miss out on <clears throat> some of the some of the new newer artists that are just not Because mm-hmm. 'Cause you're just like in the work zone. Yeah, I'm in the work zone. I just like I just go 'cause 'cause I have so many other things that I kind of, you know, try to to venture out and have a have a life and, yes. and <laughs> friends and, and drink wine. And drink See? wine,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I come up to wine country. <laughs>
1: exactly, I do. I come up here quite often to Sometimes I have like a – we just go with a couple friends or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm in the – or my wine club, pick up my wine club. Yeah. You
0: know. Who's uh, – what are some of your favorite wineries up here?
1: I love the Sonoma wines. I, yeah. No offense against Napa. <laughs>
0: yeah. It is – It is, I do like the Sonoma County side. I like this yeah, side of it. Yeah, it's just a
1: little more friendlier and a little less uh, touristy. For sure. Um, and I think it's just a little more uh, – personable there's mm-hmm. something about it so. yeah
0: i feel like when you go to the wineries in sonoma county mm-hmm. like dry creek alexander valley yep like yep. you're you will probably meet the winemaker they're probably like serving you the wine right, or it's exactly like their sister or you know yeah you get a and lot more
1: history and it's just a little more you, you feel like there's something a little more Quality to it, for sure. As opposed to you know, so, I mean, nothing against Napa; they've got wonderful wines too. But um, it's just a little bit more hustle and bustle, kind of like constant. Um, mm-hmm. There's weddings everywhere you go, right? <laughs> you know, Which is crazy. there's a tour bus coming yeah. through, or you know, yeah. I mean, not that Sonoma probably has them too, but it's just not as it's different. Obvious. Yeah.
0: yeah, Napa, it's crazy. They can only do. There's only. I, th- I want to say two wineries in Napa mm-hmm. that can host weddings. Oh, really? That's it. They, I, they recently
1: cut that back or something. Didn't they, or you had
0: to be like grandfathered into this crazy thing, and um, and I want to say initially there was like five, mm-hmm. and then now it's like down to two. And oh, I think wow. it's like whenever it changes ownership or something that you lose that.
1: Oh, really? Oh, I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. I knew there was something that they started because yeah, know, I'm sure there was a good reason for it,
0: but yeah, they didn't want to have. There, there is a good reason but or, yeah. yeah or like have a monopoly i don't know yeah it's just weird yeah so um but i mean then that opens up for like the hotels and stuff for those kinds of things right right but um but yeah i like it over here on the sonoma county side
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's a there's an event that um an industry event that that does the napa thing it's the live in the vineyard oh yeah, yeah.
0: i do love live in the vineyard that yeah. is a lot of fun this
1: some old friends of mine that that uh started that but yeah um yeah I mean it's it's on the, more of the hot AC music and right and they do all the it's actually pretty cool they they go to all these wineries and they set up their here I'm plugging their show but
0: <laughs> which is great I mean I love live in the vineyard I yeah. I got I think I went It was either the first or the second year, Mm -hmm. and that was when it was strictly at the Silverado Resort. That's it. It was, like, that tiny. Oh,
1: yeah. Now they're all over. I mean, I think they're up to, like, 16, because they do two a year. Oh, wow. They do it in November and April, I believe. And um, they just have... I mean, all these wineries—they just do acoustic events in all the mm-hmm. different barrel rooms and yeah. and wine tastings and pairings, and and then you have a you know some artists will come in, you know, Ed Sheeran kind of person or something. You know, yeah, they, they for get sure. some big names that come in and do it. Yeah, and they got big sponsors and and they have contesting and everything. So. And it's all it's, you
0: can only win your way in, right? There's no, you can't buy tickets?
1: I don't, yeah, I don't think you can. Mm -hmm. I know that they give you, like Southwest is one of their sponsors, I think, and they do... Every once in a while, I've seen it come up mm-hmm. on my on my south because I'm a Southwest flyer that I could use my points to oh. go to spend the weekend at Live in the Vineyard.
0: Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, Oh, yeah. I should uh, sign up with Southwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll cost you a few miles, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. They, I mean, they've done so. I've, I've worked. I've had a few artists that have come to play, and like mm-hmm. I've had, I think I'd had Hanson come, and oh yeah, and we're also working. Uh, I'm going to be actually working with with Hanson again on a new record, their newest, and um, Tim Myers, who was one of the original founding um, members of One Republic. Okay, yeah, so we're nice. going to be working with him too. So. Very cool. And he did Live in the Vineyard one year too. So, mm-hmm. so I've had a few been there a few times. Yeah,
0: that's an I do love that event. I remember um, I went there one year and Sarah McLaughlin was playing, mm-hmm. and. I was never, like, a big Sarah McLachlan fan. My roommate, <laughs> Danielle, uh-huh. yeah. she would play Sarah McLachlan every night oh. before going to bed. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, if I hear Sarah I McLachlan... I, I can... <laughs> that that this vision of
1: that the SPCA commercial? Oh my know, God, yes. whatever, that Humane Society <laughs> right. ad. It just breaks my heart. And I just want to yeah. cry. <laughs> and then
0: I hear that, and then I get, get that picture in my head, and I'm like, oh, God, it's like nothing but... Sadness, but then yeah. I saw her play, and like I got goosebumps. She was oh, amazing. No, she is. She is. So she is amazing. I had a newfound love of Sarah McLaughlin right. because of Live in the Vineyard. Right. Oh, well, there you <laughs> so, go. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is cool.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: what um what winery do you like to go to? Do you ever go to like Robert Mondavi because they do like the music out there?
1: I've been to it. Yeah, I haven't been there uh, recently, but yeah. um, but I have been. I mean, most of the wineries, like I said, I go to. Um, I have a, you know, kind of prefer the, the, the Sonoma side, but my favorite winery right now, and which I'm, I'm, I don't need to be a member of any wine clubs because I live so close. I can drive up anytime and go anywhere and, and I don't need to have like, I mean, we all live in very small (laughs) apartments in, in San Francisco, so I can't Dock it up with too much wine. Yeah, and I love wine, but I can't drink that much. Um, <laughs> so I, my favorite, and I'm a, I'm a club member, is Lassiter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, John Lassiter's yeah. awesome. And then Nan- John and Nancy's uh, winery. Okay, very nice. Yeah. So. And it's, where are
0: they located? They're in Glen Ellen.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Very nice.
1: Yeah. It's a beautiful winery, and yeah, they just their tastings are very. Um, Civilized, yeah. <laughs> um, they you know sit down at a table. They bring out a plate with pairings to go with the wines. Oh, and they lovely! Tell you the history of of the winery and and uh, how it came to be and, and yeah, and, um, it's great. Do so, they have? This is
0: like a random thought, but do they have like a train on their property? I they do I, have a train. They do. It's
1: not. I don't think it's a functional train. You can't okay. like ride around. But uh, okay. But John Lasseter is is a is
0: really into trains. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. And is that by appointment only or
1: do you, can you just anybody walk up and like,
0: you can,
1: I think you can go Well, the, the tastings are by appointment. Okay. Those you have to, cause they schedule that. And it's kind of like, it's, it's a, it's an actual event. Very cool. Them. I'll have to do um, that. Yeah. I highly recommend it. What are some of your favorite varietals out there? Oh, wow. For, from Lassiter. Uh, from, yeah, oh. or just any. Oh, okay. I mean, I love Zinfandel's and know okay. and, mm-hmm. and um I mean, any of the Reds, the Merlot or, you know. Yeah. The, you know. Um,
0: I think it's funny Cabanaes. how Merlot got such a bad name, such a bad rap for a long time. Like, people just will, really? like, not drink Merlot. Yeah. Really? I, but, so it's interesting. They won't because of that movie, that sideways movie. Oh, Because the guy, like, bashed Merlot, which was so silly, which... It's only re- the only reason why he bashed it was because it was like his ex wife. It was like
1: her favorite wine. It wasn't because right, he actually right. didn't I've never like seen Merlot. The movie, but I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but then I heard another thing most most recently that millennials are bringing back Merlot. And oh, they so are. They're oh. like drinking a lot of Merlot, and it's like going to be one of the new hip
1: wines to drink. So okay, yeah. Well, I mean Merlot, a good Merlot. You can just have that. At, that's just the yeah, in of itself because they're they're heavier wines and, mm-hmm. I love and they're a good tasty Milo. and mm-hmm. you know they're just you can have it by itself you don't have to have it with food or right. like some some wines are better with food than right
0: mm-hmm. They complement. and so do you have you ever done any wine education for yourself or just kind of like <sighs> Learn as you taste.
1: <laughs> I, I've learned as I tasted. I've gone to a couple of tasting classes or kind of things. I have done. I did one time I did – actually, this came up the other day. We were talking about champagne. Oh. And I did a champagne tasting. Nice. And um, it was all – all the champagnes were in brown paper bags. So mm-hmm. you didn't know which one was which. And we tasted them all. And ironically, the worst one throughout the group, the one that people just absolutely was the worst, least rated – N- n- Disliked, didn't like the taste. Tom uh-huh. Perignon. Oh my god! Yeah. Nobody liked it.
0: That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. It's all about perception sometimes
1: too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because everybody thinks, oh, Tom Perignon got to be great. Must be amazing. <clears> yeah, but if nope. you put it in a paper bag and you have people taste it, <laughs> they don't really care for it. Yeah, it tastes like it came out of a paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, sometimes the cheaper, cheaper ones are just as good if not better
0: yeah all right good to know mm-hmm. what was the favorite what was the winner in that do you remember i
1: don't remember i, I think we did like a was Clicquot and we did um there was some other like smaller little white you know uh, yeah and those did much much better okay cool very nice
0: so what um what other fun projects do you have coming up with uh all the various things that you're doing with music
1: well, we do have uh, CO Five has started. Uh, we did. We're doing our, our own convention. Okay. Kind of uh, mirroring a little bit of the uh, live in the vineyard kind oh, of cool. idea, but it's instead of wine, it's actually whiskey. Oh, fun! Though so that's cool. So we do. We're doing it in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Louisville, I should say. Louisville. Yes. And um, <laughs> so this was. We just finished. We just did it in in June. Mm-hmm. So we did our second one and and uh it's growing already i mean from the first time last year it was a little tough getting people out but um you know we showed everybody a good time last year and they mm-hmm. so they came back uh this year with some more people and friends yeah and um and then we just did uh, uh we just had like 24 bands i think at least they Wow, over 3 days what bands were featured in that wow we had um so many Wesley Arms came out. We had um, uh the unlikely candidates. We had Iron Tom, we had a lot of new and developing acts. We cool. had the future, uh the feature the features the future no. Future Islands. sorry. I couldn't <laughs> <laughs> Future Islands came out. Uh they headlined our our event on a Friday night. We had the Aces, which is a all girl oh, cool. um Alternative band that it's also on Red Bull Records. The Aces. The Aces. All right, we'll have to check them out. So, um, so yeah, so they're we're, we're getting some. We're just starting started with them, but getting some really good good feedback. Girls, they know how to rock and yeah. they write their own music and play their own instruments. I love
0: it. Hey, Mike, can you uh, can you find them and then I can do
1: that. Thanks. Yeah, I can find uh, the single is stuck. It's called stuck. And where are these girls from? <clears throat> they're from Utah.
0: Oh, right on. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. how old are they? Like, are they
1: Twenties, Young. Early 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The lead singer and the drummer are, are sisters. Um, oh wow. Yeah. And they all they met in. I think they the the band itself um, they call themselves. They're from Provo. Uh huh. But I think they like live in Orem or something. But they're very. Okay. They got deep ties into to Salt Lake City.
0: Cool. Yeah. There's lots of good bands that come out of Utah. Yep. You know. You know, got the higher. used is from Utah. Yep. Yep, you got uh, Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons, right? Mm-hmm. They're great. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Yeah.
1: Where is awol Nation from? it. You worked with them, right? Yeah, yeah. A- a- a long time. awol uh Aaron Bruno is uh, you know, Los Angeles. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool. You got him? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hear a little bit of the Aces. And the song was called Stuck. Stuck. Awesome. Yes. From the Aces. Yeah. Look
1: for them to be the next big, uh, big girl band. Yeah. I hate to use the word girl band, the women. But. Exactly. The women. <laughs> but uh it's but, good yeah, to see so women it, that rock. It, It's kind of nice.
0: We need to get some more women in rock and roll. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring in some more Joan Jets and.
1: Yep. We're, Lita Ford. I worked with her before too. And oh, she, yeah.
0: She's a strong woman. Yeah. I would not want to mess with her,
1: no, she's <laughs> a little powerhouse she's she's you know i'm I'm probably a good head taller than her, but she I wouldn't mess with her
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> scrappy <laughs> yeah exactly um very cool well, um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we wrap it up?
1: Wow, jeez, uh, no, I mean I think we've. Just bring on the wine. Bring on the yeah, vino, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's time to drink. Time to drink. Well, thank
0: you so much. And um, I had a really good time chatting with you. Yes, it's always good to see you. And um, so look forward to hearing more from Bush. And from Beartooth. Yes.
1: Yeah, and out on new the way And coming too. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll get okay. it coming, coming soon. Coming okay, soon. that's
0: exciting. I love them. They're like such a fun band to yeah. see live. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah,
1: I'm excited to hear the, the new stuff should be really great.
0: Yeah. And if you can see them live, I highly recommend checking them out. Absolutely. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, thank you, Lita. Thank you. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rockin' Vino.